0: Coming up, a very dramatic start to the 2022 NFL season. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. The Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans couldn't decide a winner on Sunday. They finished the first week with a tie on their resume. Indy had to go on a 17-0 run in the fourth just to get to that point. So Locked On Colts has plenty to talk about postgame. The Indianapolis Colts
1: narrowly avoided complete disaster in week one, but is it enough to satisfy this Colts fan base? I'm Zach Hicks of the Locked On Colts podcast, and I'm here to break it all down. Uh, yeah, the Indianapolis Colts, they came out in week one as seven point favorites against vision rivals, Houston Texans. And what was the result? A 20 to 20 tie that just like we all expected, you know, the Colts coming out and tying one of the team, one of the league's worst teams in 2021. Uh, hats off to the Texans for such a strong game that they played. But uh, the Colts really kicked themselves in the butt this entire game. They They came out just not ready to play, and they got themselves in a 23-hole going into the fourth quarter. Uh, They were able to turn that around a little bit and get into a position in overtime to have a kick to win the game, but unfortunately, they were just not able to get it done. Uh, Now, a tie is not as bad as a loss, but how does this feel for Colts fans? Uh, That's what we're going to cover a lot this upcoming week here on Locked on Colts Podcast, Monday through Friday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you guys listen to your
0: podcast. So
1: Locked on Colts, your
0: team every day. In fact, we almost had two ties on Sunday, but instead Mitch Trubisky was able to get the Pittsburgh Steelers into field goal range in the final minute over overtime as they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Locked on Steelers reviews a wild win while locked on Bengals accepts the loss for the defending AFC champs.
2: Your Pittsburgh Steelers got a huge win 23-20 in overtime at the buzzer. From Chris Boswell field goal traveling 53 yards against the Cincinnati Bengals. They go 1-0 on the season in a huge way. My biggest takeaway, I'm Chris Carter of the Locked On Steelers podcast. This is your quick hit, Locked On Now. My biggest takeaway, takeaway y'all, this defense is ridiculous. Now, yes, we got to see what's up with T.J. Watt. It's believed that he may have torn his pec. If he is, that looks like a maybe a season-long injury, but This was a team effort from the defense. Alex Highsmith got three sacks. Minka Fitzpatrick had the pick six, 14 tackles, and a blocked extra point that kept the team alive. And he broke up other passes as well. Like, this was this was an unbelievable performance. Alex Witherspoon, or uh, Kella Witherspoon, with an interception. TJ Watt with an interception. Cam Sutton with an interception. Should have had another one, but it was called back for a penalty that the Bengals seemed to never get called for. It was just a remarkable performance of keeping the fight alive at all times. That's where I think the Steelers get the most credit from. I said in the Thursday preview, when we were doing the crossover with the guys from Locked On Bengals, I said, this is a game that Mike Tomlin normally finds a way to win. He gets his guys motivated. It was seen on, on on TikTok from Najee Harris. He posted that Mike Tomlin gave the entire team Black Air Forces. And for those who don't understand, that meme is basically a joke. If you wear Black Air Forces, you're one tough dude. And that's what they were. They, they, were. they, they went in there. They punched the Bengals in the mouth. The Bengals did eventually punch back after several calls allowed them to, to get there, catch their breath. But what was impressive was the Steelers never lost their focus. They never lost that, the, the hope that, hey, if you get this job done, you'll be able to get in. I thought the biggest mistake of the game to me that was schematic was on the final touchdown the Bengals scored in regulation. They should have doubled uh, Jamar Chase. They should have had, had him bracketed. But considering how much they outsmarted Joe Burrow for an entire game, he threw four interceptions, had two fumbles. One of them was lost, only threw two touchdowns, He had a passer rating worse than Mitch Trubisky. I I get that that one moment was rough, but this was a beautifully schemed game from Mike Tomlin, Tara Lawson, Brian Flores, whoever was calling the defense. I know there's always been talk about who actually calls the defense for years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't care whoever it is. They deserve the credit. And this this defense also as a whole deserves a lot of credit. I even saw, saw Miles Jack and Devin Bush making plays around the field. Robert Spillane even got in on, on a sack. This was a complete team effort. Cam Hayward, Larry yagin even saw DeMarvin Leal getting up in there, the rookie. Uh, you know, I, I this is just a raw reaction. I had to compose myself afterwards because I was like, wait a minute, what do I even talk about? Because I'm so caught up in, you know, the last drive with Mr. Biscay, who was terrible for most of the game. Just figuring it out and just saying, "Hey, let's get the ball here. Let's get the ball there." Deontay Johnson with one of the best catches I've ever seen in it, with a one-handed grab and the toe tap down the sideline. That Pat Fryer with with a huge grab that that got the Steelers down the field. This was just a true team win at all costs. Now, does did they did they in doing so did they cost themselves the season and not cost themselves? is the injury to C.J. Watt season-ending? We're gonna find out. Uh, But there's a lot to break down from this game. I'm Chris Carter, Blocked on Steelers Podcast, man. It's crazy. That was uh, just one of the craziest roller coasters we're on. I'll have a lot more for you on the full episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast. Stay tuned on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, or anywhere that you get your podcasts. We'll be breaking it a lot more down here, right here on Locked On Steelers.
0: The Miami Dolphins made big moves in the offseason, and they looked confident in beating the New England Patriots in week one. After years of watching New England be dominant in their division, Miami has now taken charge for themselves and Locked on Dolphins believes this team is ready to make the leap over the AFC East Goliath.
3: Kyle Krabs of Locked on Dolphins and the Miami Dolphins have started the 2022 season 1-0 and courtesy of a strong defensive effort against the New England Patriots winning 20-7 to on a hot day at Hard Rock Stadium outgaining the Patriots and forcing three turnovers including one defensive touchdown while also showcasing the speed at Tua Tagovailoa's disposal offensively with players like Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell and Cedric Wilson all stepping up at different points throughout the game to make big plays and create some explosive plays. Miami will look ahead to Week 2 after starting the year 1-0 and, and get themselves ready for a showcase against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. But their fourth consecutive victory over the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick gets their season off to a good start.
0: Coming up, we'll have more from a thrilling week one in the NFL. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. This edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. Football is back, the pros and college. So if you want to get in on the action, just head over to BetOnline.net. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Lamar Jackson is entering the 2022 season without a new contract and added a few reasons to give him the money in the Ravens' win over the Jets. Big throws highlighted Baltimore's Week 1 win, and Locked on Ravens has all the details.
4: The Baltimore Ravens pick up a strong opening day win in Week 1 of the 2022 season. This is Kevin Ostriker, the host of Locked on Ravens. Baltimore overcame a pretty sloppy and slow First half, but dominated in the second half of this game. A 24 to 9 victory was the end result. Baltimore getting contributions from a lot of guys on all three sides of the ball. You have Lamar Jackson throwing for 213 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Or shot Bateman catching a 55 yard bomb from Jackson. Devin Duvernay scoring two touchdowns of his own. The run game wasn't really working for most of the day for Baltimore. Well, it wasn't super impressive, but hopefully, as the season goes on, they will be able to do a lot more with that. Then you have on the defensive side of the ball, Baltimore getting contributions from a lot of people Marcus Williams, the newest safety leading this team in tackles, having an interception as well on his Baltimore debut. Justin Matabike, Michael Pierce, really impressing overall. And also you saw on the special team side of things, Justin Tucker doing his thing, Jordan Stout helping the Ravens get some really nice field position for their defensive side of the ball. So there was a lot to like in this win. Baltimore now goes back home to play that Miami Dolphins in week two, their home opener, just one week away. For more on the Baltimore Ravens and this team, be sure to follow the Lockdown Ravens podcast and subscribe on YouTube. YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.
0: The Jacksonville Jaguars desperately want a fresh start in 2022, but it still could have started out a bit better. Jacksonville held a lead until the final two minutes against Washington, but instead walked away with a loss. Locked On Jags tells you more.
2: Slow start doomed to Jacksonville Jaguars in the nation's capital as they fall 28-22 to the Washington Commanders. Too many blown opportunities, missed opportunities, and miscues in the first half caused the Jaguars to get behind. They then put on a ferocious rally led by Trevor Lawrence on offense, James Robinson on offense, along with rookie Travon Walker, who had a sack and an interception on the day. But it was just too little too late. And Doug Peterson might want to look back at some of the missed opportunities and miscalculations of chasing points early because the Jaguars could have been within a field goal late, and maybe that drive goes a little bit differently and Trevor Lawrence does not get desperate. Trevor Lawrence falls short. The Jaguars fall short. Trayvon Walker is the real deal, though.
0: The number one seed in last year's AFC playoffs is not getting that same level of respect going into the season, and losing to the Giants isn't the way for the Titans to get any more of it to start this year. Locked on Titans explains how a 13-0 lead became a week one loss for Tennessee.
5: A terrible loss for the Tennessee Titans to start off the season as they blow a double digit halftime lead to the New York Giants and lose 21 to 20. My name's Tyler Rowland, host of the Locked On Titans podcast. And at the end of the day, the Titans offense did not do enough consistently throughout the game to take advantage of a good first half defensive performance. Yes, the Titans defense fell off in the second half in a major way, allowing chunk plays to Saquon Barkley time and time again, but the Titans should have scored way more than 13 points that they had at halftime, but as we have become also accustomed to seeing the Titans offense completely anemic for most of the game, they could barely get things going against a Giants defense that was severely banged up. So some big issues on the defensive side of the ball and run defense, but All too familiar issues for the Titans offense, which didn't generate enough explosive plays or put up nearly enough points to beat this New York Giants team. The Tennessee Titans start 0-1 in 2022. For more analysis and reaction, check out the Locked On Titans podcast, free and available on all platforms, your team every day.
0: The L.A. Chargers were able to hold off a second-half surge from the Raiders and win an AFC West battle to start the season. Locked on Chargers looks back on a big win to start the season in the league's toughest division.
6: The Chargers found themselves in another close late game in Week 1, but this time they had Khalil Mack. What's up, guys? This is Daniel Wade here from lockdown On Chargers, coming to you after the Chargers' 24-19 win over the Las Vegas Raiders in Week 1, moving to 1-0 in the AFC West, led by Mack and the Chargers' defense. Khalil Mack had three sacks in his first game as a Charger, including one on 4th and 8 to really seal the game, but the Chargers' defense as a whole, three interceptions, six sacks on Derek Carr, three forced fumbles. They won this game because of the defense, and that's not something they could say a lot in 2021. Justin Herbert was incredible and the Chargers offense played very well early on. He had 279 yards, three passing touchdowns on the day with no interceptions, but the offense stalled late and it was up to the defense to close out the game and close out the game they did. But for our full game breakdown, make sure you're following the Locked On Chargers podcast wherever you get your podcasts, your team every day.
0: That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NFL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out your team's Locked On podcast, but also subscribe to Locked On on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.